Welcome to the Biz and Life Done Well podcast, where we explore what it means and what it takes to do business and life well. I'm your host, Peter Wilson. If you're like me, you're intrigued by stories of common people who have achieved uncommon success in business and life. Join me as I interview fascinating people about how they got started, their successes and failures, their habits and routines, and what inspires them. I'm here today with Anthony Langdon. He is the uh, owner of Asset Roofing. I wanted to talk to him today about 2020, the year that was, and uh, where he is going from here. And one of the questions I have for you, Anthony, is, so some stuff happened in 2020. We all know that. How did your company react? I think initially when COVID hit, and uh, the kids were pulled out of school. We were on the brink of a big marketing plan and I thought the year was gonna go great. And I think for just a second, as a owner, father, we froze for mm. just a second. I am a very competitive person. I'm also a little military in there. Mm-hmm. And after about a week of feeling that way, I thought, no, we're gonna run into the problem mm-hmm. instead of from the problem. So mm-hmm. I envisioned a burning building yeah. And instead of running away from the problem and letting it burn down, we're going to yeah. go in there, salvage what we can. And in the middle of the chaos, where I thought other roofing companies were retreating, I was realizing um, the market's not changing. People are still wanting the roof done. Still need a roof. The homeowners were home. So we increased the marketing. The phone rang. People were seeing us. We were meeting people because they weren't at work. That kind of thought process allowed, I think, the business to quadruple. And I don't think it was anything we were doing special except for seizing opportunity to be available mm-hmm. to the market. Yeah. You know, I would say some other roofing companies that may not had the structure shut down, other roofers still needed to roof. It was a great year. Best year that we ever had on all phases. So you mentioned military. So was there something in your military training? I know, I don't know if anybody knows this, but uh, you were a Marine, right? Correct. So what what, what was it about being a Marine or your training? that? So I think the biggest thing is when the bombs and the noises are going off, you have to center yourself on the task and the goal Mm -hmm. and respond in a neutral thinking zone. So, you, you know, doing the next indicated step, all the things that you know to do, just keep doing them. Mm-hmm. Keep showing up. Take care of your brother. Take care of your sister. Take care of your employees. Take care of the community. So instead of trying to chase roofs, we were thinking about how can we take care of the people that we're responsible for, family, employees, their kids, yeah, things of that nature. But it, it was definitely not easy. I mean, I, I can't remember one day where it was smooth sailing. Okay. Not one. So there's material shortage. Yeah. There was kids everywhere. There was stressed out customers. There was yeah. confusion. And the state focused on one day at a time, one next indicated step, one issue to solve. Some things fell, some things rose. Yeah. And we just continuously showed up. Mm. So how does this carry over into 2021 and beyond? For myself, I think we solidified a brand of what the people are really looking for. And some people might say, geez, it's just a roofing company. It's like, yeah, we're just putting roofs on here. But if you really dive into the roofing market, 
uh, roofers rip people off. Mm-hmm. And so what I discovered was the genuine transparency, diligence, structure allowed us to stand out mm-hmm. amongst other roofing companies mm-hmm. uh, or just companies. It's a good character. So I think the brand of what it is we actually stand for mm-hmm. manifested itself. So we have um, a huge starting point for 2021 and a lot of confidence mm-hmm. in what we're going to do. So when you talk to other business owners, like what are you hearing? Are you hearing a, a similar strategy or take or are you, you know, are you seeing a mixed bag of how folks are reacting and kind of the results? Yeah, I think it's a mixed bag. I, I think yeah. it depends on what you do for a living. Yeah, that's true. Who you are as a person. Yeah, if you're a restaurant, I mean. Yeah, you have so many rules and regulations. Yeah. But yeah, I think it just depends on your character and what you're really trying to achieve, what's your actual goal. You know, if I, I think as a business owner, if you don't understand why you're taking on the extreme sport of entrepreneurship, it'll probably <laughs> take you out. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you see in terms of your just sort of purpose? What's the what's the why for asset routine? Well, the beginning of it was, number one, I wanted to become an asset to myself. Mm-hmm. So I, I've been roofing my whole life. You know, most people don't stumble into roofing because they wanted to. So it's something I came into and I discovered over the years, this is what I have. And then how was I going to separate myself mm-hmm. from every roofer? That mm-hmm. Everybody's a roofer in Washington. Yeah. And so becoming an asset to myself, taking sure. care of myself. And then that kind of manifested into my own personal brand where people were attracted to the fact that they could rely on me. Mm-hmm. And then it grew into into my family Mm -hmm. to become a total asset to my wife Mm -hmm. and we have six kids. So Mm -hmm. the six kids, then I discovered through that, that people were gravitating towards this behavior. Mm -hmm. And I thought we could become an asset collectively to the community Mm -hmm. through the roofing, which is the only thing I got. So it all started with myself. And now the name asset was originally I'm an asset. And I thought, well, so is your house. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, so is everything. And we've sure. kind of come to this place where it's like, you either have liabilities in your life yeah. or you have assets. Right. So we want to make sure that we're always an asset to everyone around us. Got it. So that's kind of the, the name asset roofing is yeah. some people think, oh, your house, but it's actually me. Right. Right. So everything has value. Everything has value. Yeah. I like that. Is there anything that, you went through last year and going into this year, you kind of surprised yourself. You were like, oh, wow, that was amazing. Or have you always been really confident about your skills and expertise and that sort of thing? Or is there something where you were like, wow, I didn't necessarily think we'd be able to do that, but we did it. I can't say that I've always been confident in my skills. Okay. I think I, as a competitive person, I talk myself into being confident so that people don't suspect that I'm not. Yeah. Typically I go into all situations not knowing what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, ingesting okay. information. Fair enough. Fair yeah. Enough. And that's the yeah. truth. Uh, you know, fake it till you make it, I guess. But yeah. I'm I wouldn't say faking it, but I'm always retaining. But I think what I learned the most is that the relationships that you build, no matter where you go, are a key component to growing. Mm-hmm. You never want to have a bad relationship. Yeah. In anything. 
you mentioned that earlier, just before we got on the air here, you were talking to a, a vendor, a supplier. Right. And after right. you hung up, you made a comment about working with suppliers. I thought that was pretty instructive. Yeah, I just, you know, you never want to burn the dealer up, you know, like yeah. they're, they're just as, they're super important. You want to take care of them. Uh, they deal with, um, you know, stuff all day long. Right. So you, you take care of them. Yeah. They're going to take care of you. Yeah. And, and in fact, this topic probably started with my relationship with, with that guy I was talking to because I realized if I really started taking care in my earlier years of roofing, I got to know him a long time ago, uh-huh. that when it comes time for my business to grow, everybody's going to remember me. You always, <laughs> right. you're always making an impression by serving, serving the people you are. You're not asking them to serve you. Yeah. Because you're the owner, you're continuously trying to serve every phase. Right. So I want to serve the vendors. I want to sure. serve my employees. Yeah. Serve my family. Serve the community. Yeah. That's kind of the job as an entrepreneur. You're in a, the service business. I've really found that to be true as well with uh, vendors we work with. If if something goes wrong, I mean something in business or in life, something inevitably goes wrong. Yes. Right. Every it's, time. It's, really about how you respond and react to it yep. and kind of what you were talking about that, you know, what is the next step trying to get like, you know, when the, I'm, you know, never been around the bombs going off or anything like that. But I mean, when, when, you know, things are flying around and you're not sure, you know, and things are just looking really bad. Sometimes you need to step back yeah, and look at like, okay, in, in a week, if I react in a really super negative way here, I might get what I want today with this person and I may make them feel bad. Right. right? Yep. But am I really helping them? And I, am I really helping myself? Right. You know, so. Yeah, it's a good point. My dad used to always say, if you're chasing pennies every day, you're losing dollars yeah. every month. So, yeah. you know, working with somebody to solve an issue now, it's going to come back around. And people don't forget that stuff. No. Either way, right? right? I mean, in fact, they're more likely to remember the time you chewed them out about something than, right. you know, the five times you said, hey, thanks, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. I mean, we've had it with our business marketing company. Occasionally something breaks or somebody sure. did something wrong. Right. You know, and I always take the approach of I try to put myself in their shoes my customer shoes or client shoes of how did this affect me? What needs to be done to get it fixed? And I always take that approach. So I always take that approach when I'm talking to a client about something that we did wrong. Right. I'll raise my hand. Yeah, we yeah. did it wrong. Here's what we're going to do to fix it. Right. Let's go deep into the, like what happened and unless we need to. Right. Oh yeah, this is bad. Yeah, this is bad. We don't need to spend hours and hours talking about how bad something is. We need right. to talk about like, okay, how do we move forward? Right. Which is kind of like COVID. Right. Everything yeah. going on here, right? It's right. like, how do we move forward? Right. You know? Absolutely. That's, that's a good point. It, it's, you know, taking care of all your relationships. Yeah. So, you know, business with the vendor, is it all about money? It, right. It can't be. It just cannot be. If right. it's all about money, it, you're going to fall short. Because Well, the, the thing is, you know, Money comes and goes. Relationships. Yeah. Stay. <laughs> yeah. So if you're in the 40-year game of business, you need to have built relationships yeah. with people face-to-face -face contact where they remember you when you need them yeah. and you remember them when they need you. 
Yeah, it's it's yeah. reputation and character. And the thing I try to counsel folks, you know, young folks that I work, younger folks that I've worked with who want to be a little more aggressive when something goes wrong. Right. Pump the brakes. Yeah. And, and I learned <laughs> that from a boss that I had, a CEO of an electronics company I worked for, a guy named Bruce Blakey. And um, a bunch of folks that worked there, we called it the Bruce Blakey School of Business, just right. because we observed this guy who was a... Right. Single-handed entrepreneur who built this company from nothing to millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. Wow. Company supplier. Yeah. And um, I was a sales rep and marketing rep for the company. And when we would have our distributors or dealers have something wrong or they'd want something, I'd always like write up like a fax or a telex or whatever. And I'd always be kind of harsh about it or right, you know, right. very like to the point and all this stuff. And right. And he would, uh, sometimes it was a lot of money involved. He would review kind of what we were writing and he'd always like take the edge off it. He had this black felt pen and he would always like cross yeah. out stuff right. we wrote. Yeah. And then he'd just say, no, I don't think he'd just kind of shake his head and take his glasses off and yeah. say, you know what? He'd be lean forward. He's, I, I don't think we need to do that. I think we're, I think this, this is, you know, we, we need to be, you know, these guys, we're going to work with these people for a long time. Right. It's like. So yep. it was nice to have that opportunity to learn that early in my. Well, that uh, that's um, humility. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's got to be a key component. Well, and to your <laughs> you have to be in a position where you can. I mean, if it's something that ruined your business, sure, that's different, right? Right. That then then, you know that. I mean, if it if it, I'm, we're just talking about day to day stuff. Day to day stuff. Yeah. Comes up. Yeah. yeah. So. And if you play your cards right, you're not going to have to deal with the right some catastrophic event that that's right ruins your business. Yep. You know, yeah. Part of that is who you pick as your suppliers. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. You know, do they respond to you in the same way that you respond to them? Yep. And if they don't, over time, you're going to probably go pick another different pick another supplier. Supplier. Yeah. You might not burn that bridge. Right. But by the same token. When yeah. there's a chance to order a bunch and there's somebody else that comes along, you're probably going to try them out. Yeah, even if work. even if they're more expensive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's all about the experience, right? Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, yeah, there's a whole conversation we can have about sure. cost, <laughs> cost expense yeah. and yep. what does it really cost. Anyway, well, Anthony, I really appreciate your time yeah. today. This I, I been, appreciate uh, you even considering putting me on a mic. Oh, well, you know. Yeah. We'll do it again. Okay. Well, we'll talk soon. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Peter. Thanks for listening to this episode of Biz and Life Done Well with Peter Wilson. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and most of the other popular podcast platforms. Please tell your friends about us and leave us a review so even more people will find out about us. Thanks again. We'll see you soon.